Hey, it's Stephanie, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Hey everyone, it's Haney. I am back with our last intro episode for our last anti-bias pillar. What's the pillar? It's activism. Not not the yogurt, that's Activia. <laughs> Uh, this is activism. Activism. So I'm sure you're thinking, activism? Isn't that a pretty big concept for our little friends? But I can tell you, it actually isn't. Later on, I'm even going to uh, give you a peep into a children's book that you've probably already read or at least know about that actually shows activism at work. So it's not too big, okay? So activism... What does that mean? Well, it means that we are working to cultivate, to grow, and to develop in each and every child their ability and confidence to stand up for themselves and others in the face of bias. Remember bias? Bias is being treated unfairly based off of something that is a part of your identity. So when we support activism, We are supporting the child's ability to demonstrate their own skills of acting against prejudice and or discriminatory actions. Again, I'm going to do that one again. When we support activism, we are supporting the child's ability to demonstrate their own skills of acting against prejudice and or discriminatory actions. Basically, Uh, We're pretty much giving children the tools and resources they need to stand up for hurtful and unfair behavior. We're not only prompting children to see those injustices, but then to do something about it. This does take a lot of higher order thinking that has to happen before we can get to the point of taking action. But I promise you, our young friends... Totally capable of it. 100% capable. It requires them to take the perspective of others. Remember when we talked about empathy a few episodes ago? And it requires them to positively engage with others. We can't help our children to make change unless they know how to positively engage and interact. My key word there is positively. Okay? Think Think of a politician And I know, I know, it's not that kind of podcast. I'm not going there. I'm not going down the hole. But stick with me for the example. In order for a politician to make change, and I mean real change, systemic change, they have to get others on board, right? They have to influence others to come to their side, right? (laughs) If my seventh grade government class taught me anything, hello, middle school, that was a long time ago, Um, it's that in government, we have to have the majority vote to move forward with something, right? You have to have the majority of people on your side. Well, that's where activism comes in. With activism, we are working to influence others to change behaviors or perspectives from harmful to not harmful. Not harmful. That sounded weird. (laughs) Makes sense? So we have to approach them with cool, calm, and collected and give a riveting, persuasive speech as to why the way that they're acting or saying or behaving is hurtful. 
and we want them to come to the good side, uh, the not harmful, the not hurtful side, and we do this through positive engagement with others and our ability to successfully navigate conflict. And next week, we'll talk all about how to activate activism, but I wanted to share one more pretty cool tidbit about this pillar in that this one is is very interesting because it influences the three other pillars. It's the only one that has direct connections to all three. Crazy, crazy web. Our ability for activism influences the rest. And here's how. Take, take pillar one, right? For example, that first one we talked about identity, identity, how we define ourselves. Well, if our identity or our child's identity is attacked because of prejudice or discrimination, we need to know activism in order to be able to resist those hurtful behaviors. We need activism for our children to know how to say, hey, that's not right, that hurt me. Our second pillar, diversity. The fact that we're all different and all have different wants and needs. When a child understands and demonstrates activism for others, it reinforces their understanding of diversity. So when we have children that can speak up and stand strong for others that may be being attacked because of their differences, <coughs> diversity, they are demonstrating their understanding of diversity through their capacity for activism. Whew, that one was a big one. All right, third pillar, justice. We just did justice. What is just or unjust? What is fair or not? And as we dive further into helping children act, aka demonstrate activism, we reinforce and fine-tune those lines between just and unjust. Children who are encouraged to quote-unquote do something about it can dive deeper into what is right and wrong and the, per- the repercussions that can come from it. And to me, I don't know about you, but that makes activism pretty cool, right? Because when our children can stand up for what's right, they, they can speak up for any time that they're hurt or when others are hurt. And that changes the game. It moves us further towards that, that big dream, pie-in-the-sky goal of anti-bias. So activism, the ability and confidence to stand up for oneself and others in the face of bias. Okay, all right, big stuff, but I mentioned that it's easier than you think. It really doesn't, I mean, it doesn't require pickets and protests and sit-ins and chaining yourself to to a bulldozer. (laughs) Like that, we don't have to go that far, but it does require speaking up for what we believe in and for protecting others, which is probably also probably something that we believe in under the same umbrella. And here's an easy way to see activism that I promised I promised earlier in the intro, right? So it's in a book, a pretty common children's book. Um, if you've ever read it, the title is Click Clack Moo, Cows That Type, written by Doreen Cronin, illustrated by Betsy Lewin. If you've read this book, think about the plot line, 
okay? I'm sure you're thinking, oh, that's just a cute little book. There's like, there, there's cows and ducks and they have Farmer Brown and they're on a farm, yada, yada, yada. Well, I won't give you a spoiler. I won't, I won't tell you everything, but I'll give you a little synopsis of the book. Basically, uh, some mischievous cows find a typewriter in the barn and they decide to type some messages to their farmer, Farmer Brown. Uh, how they type with hooves, I don't know. I'm not sure how that one got a point, got across, but it's okay. Moving on. Anyways, the cows are cold. They write a note for electric blankets to stay warm in the barn. And when Farmer Brown doesn't meet their demands, they go on strike. No milk. Then chickens get involved because they're cold too. They're in the barn. No blankets for them. No eggs. Well, a little bit more in the book and a cute surprise ending. If you haven't read it, I won't tell you about the ending. I don't want to ruin it for you. But my point is that the cows and the chickens, they demonstrated activism. They saw an injustice. Hey, we're cold. And they did something about it. They recognized that they were not being treated fairly. And they spoke up for what they need. Next time you read the book, think about it. It's activism. It's super cool. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up our overview of the last pillar and what it means. It's about having the tools to know how to stand up for hurtful and unfair biased behavior. And I hope you'll listen in next week um, as we go through how to nurture and facilitate those activism skills how we can encourage our youngest citizens of the world, our littlest little adults, uh, to recognize and do something about that unjust behavior. Until next time, I wish you well. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casido Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Casido Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families, Child Care, and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email us at kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at Kids These Days Pod. Be sure to check out the resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Stephanie Haney and music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod.